is the Story Mobile Podcast. We are a solar-powered moving art space that travels to events and through neighborhoods to collect your stories. The St. Paul Almanac book was created in 2005 and has since been released annually. The goal is to bring together the diverse community of St. Paul through literary arts. The Almanac is a meeting place for sharing stories and artwork of our community. This year, the St. Paul Almanac released their 11th volume, On a Collected Path. As part of a reading festival, authors have gathered at various venues throughout St. Paul to read their fabulous work. On Sunday, May 21st, readers gathered at Cladow Coffee Shop to read their pieces from St. Paul Almanac's Volume 11, On a Collected Path. Uh, next up, we have Barbara Jones, who was born in St. Paul 63 years ago and still lives there. A graduate of the University of Minnesota and William Mitchell College of Law, she is the editor of Minnesota Lawyer Newspaper. Let's give her a round of applause. Thank you all for coming. It's wonderful. I've never read anywhere before where people were standing. It's <laughs> I, I know you're not standing because of me, but I like, I like it anyway. <laughs> right. Thank you to the coffee shop and to the Almanac for, for this um, opportunity. Uh, my first poem is uh, <coughs> called uh, Self-Pity and the Great Gatsby. Almost everyone at this reading is older than Scott Fitzgerald was when he died, 44. More middle to more than middle-aged men than I expect for the great Gatsby. I'm guilty of cliched thinking. Stereotype busters, they surely don't have closets full of pink, yellow, blue, lavender shirts. They are wearing jeans and work boots, and many of them look as if they agree that there no, are no second acts in American lives. They probably think I look the same, tired. The difficulty about second acts is that they're sometimes brutal. Remember the gun on the mantle in the first act? It fires in the second. And Scott finds himself writing for movies. Oh, rat, fiddle-dee-dee. And surprising booksellers who thought he'd died. Nothing would be as big as the Ritz ever again. It was too late for the green light's magic. And my second act, I'm not paralyzed, although the doctor said I should be, and I'm just so grateful all the damn time for that. Isn't it pretty to think so? <laughs> and I should have uh, acknowledged that isn't it pretty to think so? I'm sure you will, most people know this, but it's the, by Ernest Hemingway, it's the last sentence in Farewell to Arms. This uh, next poem was written about, <coughs> I think in the, about the winter of 2014, but it, it really doesn't matter because all the winters kind of become the same in your memory here. Uh, it's called Glitter in the Prairie. One winter, the earrings flew away, launched by scarves wrapped twice around the neck. 
Telephones not smart enough to leave earrings alone knocked them off. They immediately vanished. Women stopped brushing their hair during the day and felt their earlobes repetitiously. Somewhere there is a field where an earring landed on each stalk of grass as it swished in the sun and stayed. Gold and silver, beads and crystal glitter in the prairie. Magpies resist the bling and the earrings grow a mate. They will return somehow like apples in autumn. Just wait. To hear more stories, learn more about Storymobile, and to find out where we'll be pedaling off to next, visit storymobile.org.